It's Monday morning, 9.30. It's a beautiful day. It's time for Food Talk. I'm Marianne Myers, and I am joined by my fabulous co-host, Linda Perkins. Good morning, Linda. Good morning, Marianne. I got my Pledge Drive apron on. What? Yep. <laughs> what is that? What does it mean? What does it mean? Well, uh... It has big pockets. <laughs> big pockets. <laughs> and it's green, the color of money. <laughs> <laughs> we should only talk about green foods today. Oh. We should. <laughs> mm, shamrock shakes. Wait, no, that's probably not what we're supposed to talk about. <laughs> I'm pretty sure now. I've never had one. And it has nothing to do with shamrocks, as it turns out, although... I can't imagine that they're very delicious. They might make a nice salad, actual shamrocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't I, know. I remember, I mean, as a toddler, munching on them in my mom's windowsill. <laughs> uh, she put some Thai chili peppers there to finally stop that, and it worked. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I guess it would. Holy cow. Very, very creative of her. Isn't that funny? I remember what shamrocks taste like. That's very funny. I remember what dirt tastes like. Oh, I do. I remember what dirt tastes like. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I, I'm, and I never would have thought of that if you hadn't said that. Huh. <laughs> we have no dirt recipes, nor do we have any shamrock <laughs> recipes. But we do have a recipe for successful community radio. Yes. Absolutely. So we want to invite, uh, um, you know, I think that our seven um, reliable fans that claim to always be listening <laughs> yeah. to Food Talk. I think we could talk to them very specifically because uh, they're fans. Well, I actually feel kind of bad talking to them specifically because we've got a big goal at the station. It's $60,000. Yes. But I was a bit of a smart behind to Graham um, <laughs> uh, because um, I was just goofing around and asking him what words I could say on the radio. And I know that there's certain words that I can say on the radio that he would not want me to say on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> like like one that kind of translates into derriere chapeau. <laughs> and so like as a response to me being a uh, intellectual donkey <laughs> to him, uh, he made our goal specifically food talk, 45,000 of that. So for the seven, wow. yeah, 45,000, maybe you haven't heard. Well, I have not heard, and my my mind is reeling to figure out what that means for our seven fans. Oh, oh I can do math in my head. That's oh. I'm going to need $6,500 from each of the seven of you, and oh. I am sorry about that. I know it's going to sting a little, but you'll still have Coast Community Radio on the air. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so warm up your checkbooks. And our eternal gratitude. <laughs> yes. So if, in fact, a check is the way that you want to go, you can put that in an envelope and make Mail it to KMUN P.O. Box 269, Astoria, Oregon, 97103. Or you could go uh, to KMUN.org and just click on the donate button. And you might want to add that 3% so that we get your whole donation. You know what I mean? So, so much easier than risking a paper cut on an envelope. <laughs> just <laughs> click, click the button. Click the button. <laughs> yes. And thank you so much to each of the seven of you. I think that I speak for an entire listening audience and all your fellow members when I say thank you for chipping in on your part of our huge goal. That was very um, large. I'd like to say that was very optimistic of Graham, but I suspect that there's something else going on it's there. It's a little bit retaliatory. <laughs> Well, we'll see what we can do. We have like, I, I guess we probably have like 25 minutes left. So 
No problem. We'll no problem. <laughs> and if you'd like to call, uh, you can call right now because it is a weekday and it is during business hours. And that means that if you call 503-325-0010, uh, an actual wonderful person will answer the phone and take your donation for $6,500. If you give them $6,500, they're going to thank you 6,500 times, believe Wow. Me. So allow a minute or two. <laughs> like an auctioneer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we might even it, just drive over and pick that check up, I'm thinking. <laughs> yes. Yeah, send a car. They'll send a car for you. <laughs> it, it is a big goal, though, $60,000, 45000 of that, which is our responsibility. Uh, but it pays for a lot of good things. It's not a lot of money in terms of radio stations. No. And um, um, the, the way that, the, that KMUN has responded to the pandemic has been just epic, just awesome. We, we have um, recording, little recording studios studio things. I'm sure that Marianne knows the name of them. Well, we're, them. we're using one right now in yeah. my office at home to yeah. record the show. So um, it keeps the big throng of us out of, uh, uh, of the station. And it's just a lot safer. And it's they pass them around amongst the um, uh, volunteers who, who have radio shows. And it, it's just been really, really wonderful how, how they have um, arrange the pandemic yeah. for us to, to be able to be on the air and be safe. It's really, really something. Our staff is very, very savvy and agile in terms of responding to the unexpected. Yeah. So uh, we're very lucky. As fans of this radio station, we're very lucky. And, and we all know that technology goes at light speed. And also that, that the weather here hurts things that we have propped up in the air. It blows them over. <laughs> yes. and, and Why do we insist on doing things. that? <laughs> yeah. and, and then also, um, while the pandemic was going on, KMU and the building um, was, was pretty empty. And so they, they did a lot of upgrades to the building, too, so that it wouldn't crumble into nature like everything tends to here if you leave for a weekend. And so... Um, um, all that comes down to money, and and it seems bad that it does. But we are, we are a public radio station, and the public is you, my faithful seven listeners, <laughs> <laughs> and anyone else who happens to be eavesdropping on this program. <laughs> I do want to say also that although sixty thousand dollars is a bit of a uh, is a little bit not a whole lot more than uh, the, than we needed last time. Uh, it is, you and I were just talking before we went on air about the uh, increase in food prices and all the things that go with preparing food and storing food and all of that stuff. It, it Our little rate, our little oh. bump in uh, operating expenses is nothing compared to yeah. that. It, for me, for a lot of the pandemic, what I did was I would order groceries online and pick them up. And when you're ordering things online, you don't or at least I don't for sure, have a sense of how much stuff is increasing in price. And so before we recorded, we're recording this show, I went to the grocery store. And I mean, at one point, I'm standing in an aisle and I'm thinking, I should light myself on fire. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am just shocked. And it's because I haven't physically been in the store hardly at all during the pandemic. It was, it was shocking. It was just shocking how much stuff ha has everything, how much everything has gone up. And, um, 
tragically, so has the cost of running a, a, a public radio station. Yes. Well, so, and everything, uh, the cost of being uh, alive yes, uh, is, is is getting outrageous. And I don't, I, I really, I just don't know what to do about yes, that because yes. it's, it's, I, I like it here in the alive world. And we so. don't have premiums to offer, but um, I was trying to think, and the reason is because um, it takes a lot of face-to-face contact to collect them all and it also takes a lot of face-to-face contact to distribute them and it's just keeping everybody safe we haven't done that during the pandemic and I am sorry about that but I was trying to think of something that that we could give you (laughs) to show our thanks so if you send in a donation I would like to um, say that that you can make a sign for the vegetable drawer in your refrigerator that says veggie hospice where vegetables (laughs) all go to die just on a piece of uh, It'll work just on a piece of masking tape, but then hopefully every time you open your refrigerator, you'll think of Marianne and I and KMUN. Oh, and the dying veg. (laughs) Our undying gratitude (laughs) for for your donation. (laughs) Veggie hospice. (laughs) I pretty much have something in the hospice right now. Oh, in the hospice. I I didn't realize it was a hospice, uh, but I did know that that things go there to die. It is, isn't it? It is a hospice. (laughs) It, It is. And I have some very, very sad cilantro like about a half a bundle that goes so fast it goes so fast and you know if you don't I mean first of all you got to use the entire bundle immediately yeah but if you don't you're coming for it and it just (laughs) dies And the other thing is, I'll set something on top of it. Oh yeah, you got to sneak up on and it. The, yeah, right. <laughs> so I have something in the hospice right now. I don't know about you, but I almost always have something. Yeah. Well, and I've never successfully frozen. You know, I'm such a freezer. I use my freezer so much; it's almost like a prep kitchen. But I've never successfully fro- frozen cilantro. It just doesn't taste anything like cilantro when you thought it. It just tastes like water. I wonder if you make it into pesto. Nothing, because uh, that's what I normally do. Oh. I grind it with a little bit of olive oil in a food processor right. so that the air can't hit it. And that's how you do basil most successfully. You grind it with some olive oil in, in a food processor because then it doesn't turn black. It, the oil keeps the air away from it in the time it takes to freeze. And then I put it in a quart Ziploc so that it's very flat in there. And then I just open up the zip, Ziploc and break off a little corner of whatever it is that I need. And that works really well, way better than ice cubes. or anything uh-huh, like that. Uh-huh. But no, it just doesn't taste like anything parsley is hard it, it tastes a little bit like parsley but you know maybe one third and then so ooh, hiccup <laughs> celery celery too just doesn't taste like anything when I freeze it it just thaws and tastes like water with fiber <laughs> <laughs> well at least there's the fiber <laughs> yeah yay, that's what I was going for mm, this is a fibrous meal <laughs> hey you know before we get to talking about cooking which we may or may not do I don't know you know I- any food talk episode is iffy about that but uh, this particular one because we're very excited about pledge drive but before we get back to that I just wanted to uh, ask you because I've been on pins and needles to find out how your apron shopping trip went because last time we talked on food talk you were going apron shopping oh yeah and um that's you know like cookbooks with me I mean it's not a problem I don't have a problem (laughs) (laughs) yes she had um Becky had some new um suspenders so she has regular aprons and some of her aprons have suspenders that kind of look like overalls and she had some new ones and one was flowered and one was polka dotted and one set had little mushrooms all over it and they weren't like little cartoon mushrooms 
they looked like real mushrooms. And it, it, that was really pretty. It was like a watercolor. And so I ended up getting, um, instead of a new apron, I ended up getting um, suspenders, and I really like them. She makes some suspender dresses, too, and they, they fit those, too. So that was pretty exciting for me. I love the suspender thing because it, you just take them off and wash the apron, and yeah. it's flat, yeah. and uh, there's no clanging around. In well, the, and then the aprons that have, you know, the ties on them, that always get... Yeah. your your laundry into one giant wad. Yes. Um, I I often have the and uh, you have to have a PhD to undo it. <laughs> I mean, really, it's the unraveling <laughs> thing. I'm like uh, Dale. Uh, <laughs> scissors, and scissors, and I'll get my I'll get my suspenders for next time. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I was thinking about um, KMUN last night while I was cooking dinner, which. I know that you, as well as me and pretty much everyone we know, has been cooking dinner for two years, (laughs) relentlessly. Anyway, I was uh, doing a default dinner because I know that it's one of my husband's very favorite things. And it's just some, I just had uh, bone-in skin on chicken thighs, and I just did a, like a slow, um, in a saute pan, with a little olive oil and just like slowly crisped them up on the skin side and then flipped them over for a little bit and um, pulled them out and then made chicken gravy with some sauteed mushrooms in there and some garlic mashed potatoes. And, you know, if I ever just want to please him, yeah. um, <laughs> I just make mashed potatoes and gravy. He, I mean, it's that's such a, his... It's such a- it's his comfort yeah, food, yeah. you know. And, and I was trying to think about what my comfort food would be, and I'm not as, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just not that reliable. Like, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> someday it might be something, and someday it might be something else. Mm-hmm. But for me, uh, KMUN is like a mashed potatoes and gravy level of comfort every really time true. i That's turn really on true. the radio yeah i use the radio for uh, to keep me company while i'm cooking mm-hmm. i, I feel i feel grateful um every time i turn it on i know that something is going to be interesting or entertaining or informative or necessary mm-hmm. in times of weirdness and um so that's my comfort food without any dirty dishes involved at all. No, that's such a good way to put it. And I, I love having KMUN on in the evening when I'm cleaning up. And it just makes the whole thing so much more pleasant. There's there's radio shows. Certainly your Tuesday night radio show is one of them. And what are you doing up at that time? Of <laughs> <night>? <laughs> You're probably baking bread. <laughs> yeah. Baking stuff I'm hiding from Dale. <laughs> Do you know that story? No. This is old. Okay, so it was um, a big birthday of his 10 years ago, I think. And um, we had it at the Olney Grange. So there, a lot of people were going to come, right? And and so um, what I was trying to do was bake things ahead of time and get them down in the freezer. Oh, I wonder if I can remember this right. Get them down in the freezer. And I would do it after he went to bed at night because he goes to bed often before I do. So um, I was making bao, those steamed Chinese pork buns. They freeze just perfect. And I was
was making little chocolate cupcakes. So I have this dog, Sputnik, and Sputnik was an interesting dog in that he would never voluntarily bark. Like if somebody came to the door, nope. Somebody drove up the driveway, nope. Cat in the yard, nope. He would never voluntarily bark. In fact, I think he barked about five times in his life. So so um, anyway, I'm, I have the TV on for company, and um, I'm, I, I remember there's all that noise going on. And then um, uh, there was something some big noise and I thought it was on the TV but Sputnik barked what a weird thing right and what it turned out to be was um somebody had come around the corner by a house on uh, Willowski Loop and then crashed into a tree so the sound was crash blank <laughs> crash and what it was was they were airborne for a while oh no <laughs> so they hit a, a oh. missed the curve hit a mailbox went through the air for a bit and then hit a tree well i didn't want to be the first one on that accident you know i didn't want to see that package of hamburger so i i um called the police and they came and they were taking my story and i'm telling them everything about how my dog you know never voluntarily barks and then um and how i was up making this stuff for my husband's birthday party and there was all this noise and they crashed into a tree and i didn't want to see it first and then the cop looked at me and he says what were you baking? <laughs> was his only question for me. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, pork buns and cupcakes? And he's like, really? And I'm like, okay, I'll go get some. So I went and got a tray and gave them to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, reputation precedes I you. That was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I would just like to uh, remind everybody that KMUN.org is the place to go if you are in um, a position to and and if you are moved to make a donation in support of this radio station, KMUN.org is probably the most efficient way to do that for your time and uh, for your expense. And I know that Linda is always cautioning us not to risk a paper cut by using an envelope. So <laughs> it can happen. <laughs> you Get might want to just go to <laughs> KMUN.org. And when you go there and click on the donate button, you will find a variety of ways uh, to contribute. Certainly, something there that will be um, that will fit your particular needs, and um, we appreciate you contributing to help cover our particular needs here. Yeah. There's something about so many of the shows, and I kind of started to say that yours, and then John Stevenson, you know, right after right us. after yeah. us on Lost Highways. Yeah, he he just. Um, and and you there, there's just like this kind of curated sense to the show, and and that's a lot for me. What not just the music itself, but how it's presented that makes it so different from um, a private radio stations, you know, or corporate radio stations. It's not just songs that are popular, just thrown all over the place, like you know, throwing pasta at a wall and seeing what sticks. It, it's <laughs> it's it's almost like like your show and his, especially. It starts out kind of slow, and then it just builds and I'm always happier after I listen to it you know and and that's that matters to me you know it's not like watching the news where you're again you just want to set yourself on fire when it's done <laughs> yeah see the theme everybody <laughs> yeah as it turns out we don't have to do that to ourselves because uh it, somebody else will happily do it for us it's just uh, it's so pleasant and and just how all the music fits together and it's it's put in order by people who know that music and love that music I really appreciate that it's it's the, a lot of work goes into it and I I know that and I love that it, it is really, really, really nice. nice we don't have playlists coming down from some corporate headquarters no. that have us doing the top 40 or the top 20 no. and that is 
uh, I agree. I listen to music on KMUN all the time when I'm not listening to music to put to show a yeah. uh, show together. So, but it, it makes my house feel like a home. It's a really big thing. Like like if my walls were bare, if there was no art, it wouldn't feel as much like a home. And if I didn't have that music, it wouldn't feel as much as a home. It would be too quiet, and it wouldn't be as warm. You know, mm-hmm. I really really like it. It's it's true. I and that I think that that's really interesting, Linda. That is, uh, you know, it's right there with our home furnishings mm-hmm. in terms of what's important. Mm-hmm. Um, what you surround yourself. We with don't want to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't be without it. To make it warm and welcoming. I know that lots of the folks who are listening uh, right now feel the same way, and um, this would be the perfect time. We're at the kind of the front uh, launch of our spring pledge drive. It's only going to be one week long, and we would really appreciate it if you would kick it off in style by making your donation now as opposed to later. Um, You could call 503-325-0010. And if you are moved to call and you want to talk to somebody, make sure that you do that on a weekday during business hours. Um, And then uh, your other option would be to go to kmun.org and uh, just click on the donate button and choose your uh, method of choice once you get there. So thanks in in advance for that. We both really appreciate it. We we appreciate knowing you're out there. We appreciate the opportunity we have to be on the radio and be silly and talk about food a couple times a month. I mean, seriously, who else would have us, Linda? I know. Can you imagine? (laughs) That makes KMUN really special. Special to us, that's for sure. (laughs) Anyway, if you if you value KMUN and um, I would say think about donating as a way to add a key ingredient to the stew that is always simmering on the back burner of your listening device, whatever that is. That's so interesting that you said ingredient because that's kind of what you do. You consume media, you know? Yes. Like, like just like you eat and, and, and we try to get people to eat more, more whole foods, more, more organic foods, certainly, you know, things that are local and fresh. And that's, that's the same thing with KMUN. It's, it's people who live here putting forth what they like. There's lots of local artists that you can hear. And um, um, it is consuming quality media. Yeah, it's, and, um, that's such a good And so much point. of it has a positive influence. And that's not a common thing in media these days. Oh, my gosh, no. <laughs> I am. I have never bailed. To, I never listened to KMUN and want to set myself on fire. No, no. You save that for standing in line at the and supermarket. That's where the bar is nowadays. I know. I know. I know. I, I got to say though, I've been off social media for a couple of years. I do not miss it, and I'm a happier person. Yeah. And really, my husband, who who is the person who is around me the most, mm-hmm. is a happier person. Also, yes, yes. I got to say, uh, I think KMUN is the ultimate social media. And that's where I'm happiest. So um, join us if you will. Linda and I are both donors. Because social media, you're part of a, a community. Yeah. And at, at KMUN, you are part of a community. Yeah. You're part of our community. And it's a higher quality community, yeah. I got to say. Yeah. Seriously. The you best. know, Linda, mm-hmm. I'm wondering if maybe we ought to at least like talk about food for oh, just I'm a so minute. I'm so sorry. Doesn't veggie hospice count? (laughs) Yes, yes. And setting oneself on fire at the supermarket. That's food, I guess. (laughs) What you been cooking? Uh, Besides chicken that your husband loves. 
Yeah. And I think I, I think I'm going to make that for dinner tonight. That's just such a good idea. It is. Yeah. I just made a green salad to go with that, and yeah. uh, it was dinner. Yeah. And the other thing is, having leftover mashed potatoes and gravy mm-hmm. is a wonderful thing. Uh, the gravy is a little trickier, but I just love having leftover. Perfectly. Oh, see? Seriously. I As a person it. without the 25 freezers, <laughs> I sometimes don't opt for that, because I just have like the drawer underneath my refrigerator. <laughs> That's the hospice. It's the, yeah. That's a different hospice. <laughs> I like having uh, leftover mashed potatoes to be able to make a potato pancake in the morning with yeah. breakfast. Yeah. That's an easy, wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. And it makes, you know, you put a sunny side up egg on top of that and uh, it's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. So speaking of breakfast, I saw a suggestion for a spin on um Estrada. I'm not sure what the article I was reading called it, but uh, it was basically a breakfast strata of, you know, layered breads and an egg custard poured over uh, bread layered with whatever kind of filling you choose to put in there. Kind of halfway between like a frittata and a bread pudding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kind of breakfast lasagna, I think of it. (laughs) Um, But this one used uh, English muffins. Oh, and what a good idea. instead of pulling them apart like okay. you painfully do yeah, when they're, yeah. <laughs> they're fork split, uh, you just leave them whole and cut them in cubes and toast them. Okay. And then you... Like in the oven? Yes. Okay. Not and in then, the toaster. No, no, no. <laughs> we, we would be setting ourselves on oh, fire. Oh, the little <laughs> cubes. First of all, you can hardly get them in there and then they're really hard to get out. <laughs> no, you could do it in a toaster oven on the little tray. Oh, yeah. Um, or, or the regular oven, but you, however you choose to toast them, you could actually toast them in a saute pan like croutons. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, but it's just toasted uh, English muffin cubes instead of the bread okay. that we might normally use and then uh, assemble it however you want with, what, you know, lots of veggies and uh, aromatics and bacon or, and or sausage and whatever it is you want to layer in there and then pour the egg custard over the top. But I just thought English muffin's nice. It might be a, it's a different texture. And yeah, a it sounds like it'd flavor. be just a substitute for a good crusty loaf. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like if you only had like brioche or, you know, wheat bread that was just plain or something this would probably be better yeah it sounds like a good idea I think I'm going to try it I'm always looking for a new uh breakfast is the one thing that I never not do okay I have been known to call out for a delivery pizza yeah uh but breakfast I always do and sometimes you know how your repertoire mm-hmm. <laughs> It seems like uh, you go through it and the uh, beginning comes around again really fast. Yeah. Or you shake the cereal bo- box, you shake the cereal box at Dale and his eyes narrow a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, porridge is my default. <laughs> Poor Dale. <laughs> porridge. <laughs> porridge. I like porridge really I a don't. lot. Oh. I, I lived by the Malto meal plant oh. in Minnesota for about four years and that's enough. Did your neighborhood smell like malto meal? Yeah, it smelled like burnt corn. Oh. So, yeah, that, that's I'm done with that. That's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> or burnt malto meal is what it smelled like. Uh, I do like grits, though, I got to say. But that they're not burned. No, uh-uh. But I think, oh, you know what? I also lived in Illinois near the corn products plant, and that's also oh. a very burnt smell. So, no, nah, I'm not a big grits fan either. Oh. Why, do, why, am, why am I on a food show? 
I, I hate everything. <laughs> you so do, Linda Perkins. I swear, you, we can't feed you I don't anything. I have a positive thing to say. You know, as a really young person working, I worked at a, uh, I worked in a place in San Francisco in an office, and it was uh, next door to a red licorice factory. Oh, really? Yes. I can't imagine. Well, it was really, it was really lovely for like the first two days, and then it was really Every queasy for months after that. <laughs> oh, steer me away from sweet, sweet perfumes for the rest of my life. So sorry. <laughs> So if I was going to write a $6,500 check, it would yes. take me about this long. You and I are going to have to split that, I <laughs> yes, fear. Yes. We are. But if we did split it, then only six of our uh, fans would, you know, it would be. One of you gets a buy. Yeah. We'll put your names in a hat <laughs> and somebody gets chosen to be the winner and not having to do anything till next pledge drive. <laughs> anyway, were you two? You were you were going to say were I to write a check? Oh well, it would take me about that long because I always falter. You know, <laughs> I write six dollars instead of six thousand. I'm like, oh, I gotta throw that one away. Rip, 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 rip. And then I write sixty five dollars. My hand always tries to make it cheaper. <laughs> it would take me about this so, far into the show to write a check that big. That's where you keep your good senses in your hand. Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> It didn't light the matches today at the grocery store. <laughs> oh, good hand. Hey, we're running out of time. 20 seconds left. 503-325-0010 or KMUN.org. Thank you so much. KMUN Linda Perkins. loves you. Yes. Have a banana, Hannah. Try the salami, Tommy.